8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. Stockton. I love this town. Most miserable city? I don't think so. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton for September 2011. I'm Rod Gomez, And I'm Matt Beckwith. Welcome back, all of our returning listeners. If this is your very first time listening to Podcast Stockton, we are very sorry. But there are more than 70 episodes you can go backwards and listen to. Absolutely, because coming up on today's show, we draw the curtain on Podcast Stockton. Yeah, today we are saying goodbye with our uh, officially our final episode of Podcast Stockton. We'll spend the next 45 minutes or so giving you our final thoughts, our closing thoughts, and we'll say a bunch of thank yous, and uh, we'll just make sure that this show ends on the high note that it started with uh, in bringing the positive life and the great life in Stockton. Hey, Rod. uh, Welcome back to the Outback Studios. Yeah, I walked in and I almost didn't remember what it looked like, but uh, yeah, this is it. This is the Outback. Uh, It's good to be here. It's good to be back. It's been uh, it's been four months, four long months. Is it really <laughs> only four months? Yeah, I had lunch recently with Zanette um, Z- uh, Zanette Negron, who was our last um, interview, and um, I interviewed her and Carrie. But I was sitting with her at, at lunch, and I said, "You know, it's it's been a while since I put out a show." And she said, "Yeah, I know. Every time I go to podcaststocking.com, I see my picture as a way of saying do another show." So I'm not the first one on there. <laughs> Four months, though. It feels like it's been four years. Yeah, anyway. and I think four four months is our is our longest gap. Yeah, I think it is. Safe to say. Yeah. Um, so we have gathered here today in the Outback Studios for a very special occasion. It's a momentous occasion that uh, a day we thought probably wouldn't come, even uh, even though we tried to prolong it, but it is here. Yeah, we are officially, uh, this is our last official podcast talking episode. Boy, I got chills just saying that. I was about to say, it, it kind of hit, it kind of got real all of a sudden. Yeah, um, yeah. so we, uh, we, we've been talking um, about this for, for a couple of months, but uh, rather than, than pod fading um, and just kind of stop putting out content altogether, we thought we'd at least do a, a sign-off episode, one final episode to just, you know, talk about, you know, how we got here, where we're at, and uh, kind of our thoughts along the way. Um, but this will be the last official podcast Stockton as we have known it the last, uh, two plus years. Yeah. And this is the last time we'll get to, uh, to say that, to say that we're <sighs> talking to you guys right now under the, the guise of podcast Stockton. And it's, you know, we've, we've had an absolute blast. I know I have, that's for sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, we, we did a little bit of this at our one year anniversary show. We didn't do a two year anniversary show cause we had some, some gaps of time in there. But uh, just kind of, you know, go back, you know, from the beginning, um, I had this crazy idea in very, very late 2008 to start a blog and a podcast all about Stockton. And initially, my my initial idea was to just do restaurant reviews because I always said we had some of the greatest restaurants um, in the area that people didn't know about. And um, so I registered podcaststockton.com in uh, January of 2009. And then shortly after that, is when that Forbes list came out and said we were the most miserable city in America. 
and I got that email, the uh, famous email I've talked about from um, my friend Tom Mondragon that said, dude, you need to do something about this. So I said, you know what, I'm going at this, you know, full bore. And on March 22nd, 2009, um, I put out Podcast Stockton, episode 000, um, with an interview with with Tom Mondragon. Uh, a little secret, Rod, I don't think I told you this, but Tom Mondragon, although he was the first interview on the show, he wasn't my first interview. <laughs> really? I actually interviewed Tom Moshe first. Um, and then that later, that next day I interviewed Tom Mondragon, but I wanted Tom Mondragon to be in episode zero. And then, uh, of course, I almost didn't even do the first show because my house got broken into, my laptop got stolen, my hand re- um, uh, recorder got stolen. So, um, you know, I decided to buy, you know, buy a new laptop, buy a new recorder and, and actually start. And, you know, that, that seems like so long ago. I remember, um, you know, Tom Moshe and I met at the library in Lodi and it was closed. So we did the interview outside. Um, it was the first time I'd ever interviewed anybody and then bring Tom Mondragon into the Outback Studios. But, uh. I think it's I think it's kind of poetic justice though that in the midst of you getting your house broken into and all these terrible things happen to you in the city of Stockton you still decide to come on and say you know what all this stuff might have happened to me but I still love Stockton there's still a lot of good in Stockton and uh, you aren't going to let that sort of deter you from putting out the show so kudos yeah. to you sir yeah thank you and you know after I started putting out shows um, you know every week every couple of weeks whatever it was in the beginning and then. There was just something missing, and you know, I I, I love telling the story because uh, it makes you feel mildly uncomfortable. But uh, I found out who you were from Valley Sports Network, and uh, Jennifer Boylan had talked about you, and then I I saw you at the beatball game. Um, I took some pictures of you, kind of stalking you, <laughs> starting to sound a little bit a uh, little bit movieish. Yeah, very much so. And then uh, after the game, I uh, introduced myself and said I'd love to interview you on the show. Um, we set a date for down the road and then you interviewed me on your, um, on the show you were doing. And then shortly thereafter, I asked you to come on the show and you said, yeah, you would. And it was at that point I was like, wow, there's a co-host. Now it's like a two person show. Um, I think that was in October of that year. Absolutely. I think yes, it was it in was. October. Yep. And then, um, and then you came on the show and it, it, you know, it clearly brought a whole new dimension. It brought it brought a level of professionalism not yet known um, to me in the uh, in, in the Outback Studios. But uh, you know, from there, man, we just we you know we grew, we grew, and and by grow, I mean uh, we had more downloads, we had more web hits. But you know, it what used to be me sitting in the Outback um, grew to a, a a bigger audience. I remember. Um, Remember that time you told me you had the crazy idea about bringing sports on the show? I, I do remember that. And then I remember it happening shortly thereafter. Yeah, you said there's this guy named uh, Lowell Tuckerman that uh, went, went to school with you that, would have, that had a great radio voice for, or a great sports voice. Um, so we brought him on. And, and, you know, from that point, you know, we, we, there was a time where we were putting on a show every week and then we are putting on a show every other week and back to a week. And, um, you know, we did, I think, some of our, I, clearly our best uh, our best days were after I brought on you because otherwise it was just me talking. That was kind of boring. Well, you know, really, I, I don't know if we've touched on this because I can't remember if, if I ever did tell the story of why I said yes, other than maybe the first time I set foot in here and actually recorded an episode with you. But, you know, from the second I saw you, obviously we were on the same path anyways. Uh, I was doing Valley Sports Network. I was trying to get something positive going in the sports world of Stockton. I mean, granted, you know, I wasn't hitting all the restaurants or, or trying to do 
um, exactly what you were doing in the first place. But at the same time, we still had the same idea. You know, we saw the gap of, of media coverage in Stockton. We saw, we saw the same things. And, you know, actually, I don't know if I've ever told you this, which I'm pretty sure I might have. But when I first learned about you, I was pretty ticked off. Um, because there was a guy out there. I remember our good friend, Adriana Broger, uh, saw podcast Stockton. She showed me podcast Stockton for the first time. And I got slightly angry because I didn't do it first. I was, I was upset because here you were starting the site that I really envisioned something along the same lines. And I thought to myself, doggone it. Why didn't I jump on this a year ago when I said I should have? So when you asked me to be a part of it, that was exciting for me because especially after I'd met you, after I'd met you, I couldn't hate you anymore. <laughs> it, it, you know what I'm saying? Nobody can hate Matt Beckwith after they meet him. Um, and so, you know, after I met you and we, we talked on, uh, you know, in between our interviews, during our interviews, um, and I realized what a stand-up guy you were and how great uh, you you felt about doing podcast Stockton and really your intentions behind it. And then you coming to ask me. Uh, I think it would have been a matter of time, Matt, before I would have ended up asking you somehow, some way. If you hadn't asked me first, I probably would have come to you and said, Matt, can I be a part of this show in some way, shape or form? Oh, that's cool. Because I because I knew I mean, I knew what this show could be. I knew what it was already and I knew the direction that uh, it could go. And I was excited to jump on board and I really, really enjoyed um, every second that we did something together as podcast Stockton or even separately as podcast Stockton, because to me what we had accomplished and, and all the things that we did were part of the grand scheme of me wanting to do something good for Stockton since 2007. So, you know, really by you asking me to come on, you know, as much as of an honor you thought it was to have somebody professional, as you put it, and I'm putting air quotes around it. (laughs) I think it was more, it was more of an honor for me to, to, to jump on with you because I knew how passionate you were about the site, how passionate you were about the shows and, and really just bringing me in was just showing me that you cared about the city to, you know, for let, to let me help out. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate that. Uh, and, you know, uh, in, in those early days, I was thinking, wow, there's there's a co-host. But like I said, I mean, then we, we brought on Lowell Tuckerman um, and we had so many, you know, so many other people helping out, you know, with content, adding things to the show. You know, of course, you introduced me to um, to Will Story, Mr. Story at Delta. And, you know, I didn't go through that program, so I would have never met him. But his, his guidance and his, his mentorship, um, you know, throughout the last couple of years has, has been immense. I mean, certainly he was a, he's, he's a big fan of what we were doing. And, and him having that level of credibility as well um, kind of helped, you know, helped me to lean on somebody to say, hey, look, this is what we're thinking. And I know, I remember, I still remember you and I kicking around the idea of changing the name, completely changing the name. And he told us we were stupid. He said, "You guys are you're foolish. You've built you've built this name. Don't don't give it up." And and having that, um, you know, having that mentor, I would have never met him, you know, had it had it not been for you. So so yeah, I mean the you know the reason for the last episode is to just kind of wrap up and say, yeah, we're done. It's been fun, and thank you and all that great stuff. But uh, you know, it, it I I guess we we do owe our listeners at least some explanation as to why. Um, and suffice it to both say that although the passion is there for both of us, um, you know, we, we are choosing to spend our time on, on other things. And, and, you know, I'm working in the Bay area now, which means adding the commute to, to my, to my daily schedule makes it very difficult to gather content, produce content, you know, and I've said before an hour show usually takes, 
you know, there's usually an, you know, eight to 10 hours of, of work outside of an hour a week um, show per week. And I just don't have that time. And I know, Rod, you certainly are the king of busy. Um, you know, the ports season, unfortunately, ended this week. But, uh, you know, you've got, you know, K win, and then you've got a new gig that you recently started. What's going on with that? That's right. Well, and that's true. I mean, you, you, you let one end, but you got to fill the gap somehow. And uh, for those of you, first of all, for those of you who have been with us from the beginning, you know my story. I mean, my life's pretty much an open book by now anyways. So um, you know that I've gone from zero to about 600 in the matter of, uh, of a year or so. And again, it, I, I, well, I want to thank each and every one of you guys out there that are listening because without a lot of you, the vast majority of you out there and your support and your help and your guidance, um, I, I wouldn't be able to be where I'm at right now. I wouldn't be able to have you know, four different jobs that I'm doing right now. And, and, uh, you know, you guys know, all know that I didn't have one so much as a year and a half ago. So I'm teaching at Delta now. I'm an official adjunct instructor, which means, uh, I'm in charge of 65 kids. And I say kids loosely because of course some of them are my age as well. Uh, but I'm, I am a instructor teaching 65 young men and women on the fundamentals of audio production. So uh, I just started that this semester. This is my first teaching semester. And of course, as you know, I, I still work for Kwin and uh, I do the ports. I am a full-time husband and father. Um, not official husband yet, so don't go I freaking was gonna out. Say, Whoa. No, no, it's okay. We we haven't done that yet. But uh, but yeah, I'm still a full-time father and a full-time uh, partner. And again, you know, between all those obligations. It was easy to do podcast Stockton when I had nothing else going on. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. It was, it was certainly the passion met up with the time constraints, but, uh, as of late, I've barely had time to tie my shoes and, uh, creating content for podcast Stockton has been a bit of a challenge. And of course, uh, obviously you got to put food on the table and, uh, we, we love this and we've always said it was a passion of, uh, a labor of love. And, uh, again, you know, at some times labors of love have to be the victim of necessity and right. that's kind of where we're at. Yeah. And we thought that, uh, you know, that now was a good time. I mean, like I said, it's been four months since we put out a show, but, uh, rather than leave everybody hanging, at least we'll do, uh, one, one final, um, you know, one final goodbye episode and, um, and all that great stuff. So yeah, it's, it's with things getting busy, it's just, um, you know, we've decided to move on and we think that, um, you know, there's there's lots of stuff still going on great in Stockton. There's still lots of bad news out there, which means there's even more need for uh, all, all the good stuff to be happening. But it's still happening out there, and, uh, we'll, and we'll be back later in the show to um, give you our thoughts on where you can continue to get some of the great information about the city of Stockton and what's going on. So in every experiment, there is a learning process. And Podcast Stockton, while it's been successful, it was an experiment to begin with. And uh, you tend to learn things from adventures that you take and uh, ad things that you start. And of course, Podcast Stockton is no different. We have, along the way, gained many, many valuable experiences out of it. Um, we've done a lot of cool things. We've seen a lot of awesome things. We've learned a lot about not only the city of Stockton, but uh, just really the citizens of Stockton. I think more than just the process of making a podcast, which of course both of us knew how to do coming into it. Um, of course, not really 
the intense type of podcast that we were putting together. I'm sure both of us really learned uh, what it's like to make a very intense type of podcast. But more than just the nuts and bolts of putting together uh, the podcast is what we've learned about uh, ourselves and the city that we live in. And uh, again, I, those are all valuable experiences that I'll take away from this and uh, and great things that I've learned too. So I, I think, like I said, key among them for me would be what I've learned about the city. And I came back after 10 years of being away, uh, you know, in the army, I've, I've seen a lot of cities, I've been a lot of places and to move back home to Stockton was first of all huge because my family obviously is all from here. And, you know, second of all, I remember Stockton as a teenager, you know, and I remember a lot of the little things in the 90s that when I left behind uh, were either still here, uh, were on their way out or weren't here at all, you know, and I had to get to know the city all over again. And I think if it weren't for podcast Stockton, if it weren't for this show, I probably could guarantee that I would not have uh, as much of a positive attitude about this city. Uh, as I have right now. I mean, obviously being able, the doors the podcast Stockton opened for me uh, were, were valuable for me to feel good about living in Stockton again because it's a huge decision where you live, especially mm-hmm. when you get out of the military and you've got uh, a million options in front of you. Um, I was a little bit leery about coming back home. I didn't know what to expect. But again, thanks to Matt and thanks to all of you guys out there that uh, helped in any way, shape or form to put podcast Stockton in events um, that, uh, that open their doors to us to let us see what it's like on the inside, uh, be it a restaurant, be it, uh, uh, the asparagus festival or, you know, any number of things that we got to do under the guise of podcast Stockton. I think really what I took away from this entire experience was, uh, not only a ton of new friends, but a, a positive, even a greater positive outlook on the city of Stockton, if that's even possible, than I ever stepped into this show from. And I think really that's the one, if you if you pin me down to a wall and said, you know, what did you think of your time on podcast, Stockton? I would have to look back and say that, uh, you know, being able to share it with Matt and do all this stuff that we got to do is the one thing that I would probably take away from this experience. That's cool. I, um, I said early on, very early on in the show, that one thing that surprised me, pleasantly surprised me, Rod, was that every time I asked somebody to, to do an interview, they always said yes. Now, there, there were three or four people that said no, but there were, you know, 60, 70 people that said yes. And it didn't matter who they were. It didn't matter who they were. And it didn't matter who we were. I mean, most of the people I asked, certainly in the early days and certainly out of town people, um, you know, just passing through kind of people, people like Joey Chestnut and people like the, you know, the, the um, Taiwanese um, beat baseball team. These people didn't know who I was, but I learned that if you, if you just ask people, hey, can I interview you for the show I have on the internet? They'd say yes. And I, I, that was huge for me because I just assumed that I, it would be an uphill battle to get people on the show. And, and I mean, if you look at the people that we interviewed, we interviewed, you know, we interviewed business owners. We interviewed um, people involved in the community. We interviewed, um, we interviewed like council members and except for, a, you know, a, just a few people that, you know, either had logistics concerns or they had other concerns, you know, almost 70 people said, sure, I'd love to come on your show. And that was huge. That was because these people, you know, I remember asking people, hey, what do you think about Stockton? And they're like, oh, we, you know, we love Stockton. We wish more people would, would, you know, be vocal about how much they love the city. And that was, you know, 
that 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 was that was big for me. And and the, you know, I remember the first year I asked Wes Raves before you came on the show, and I asked Wes, hey, he I, he didn't know who I was, and I said, hey, I follow you on Twitter. I do this show called Podcast Doctor, and I'd love to give away some Asparagus Festival tickets. Could you help me out with that? And he said, sure, no problem. And you know, from and shortly after that, you know, he started um, doing segments on the show. I mean, just asking people, and they would do it. And and much like you said, the other thing I learned was. There's always something going on in Stockton. It's every time I go out of town and I tell people I'm from Stockton, they say, really? And they give me that look. And I say, what's, what's that all about? And they just act surprised because they, what they've heard about Stockton. And one of the things I always give my top four reasons for loving Stockton, but the number one reason has always been that there's always something to do. If you go, you know, 12 months a year, you cannot go, uh, certainly you cannot go a weekend without many things going on. And you and I have talked about this. We've tried to do as many as we could in one weekend. You cannot do everything. No, you can't. You cannot do everything. It's too much. So I, I learned to, you know, remind myself constantly, there's always something going on. There's always something new. There's always some organization putting on some event. There's always a new restaurant. And and besides just, you know, a new restaurant or a new retail store or whatever, there's there's events going on. And every single weekend and almost every single single evening. And there's there's no shortage of, of community groups that are looking for volunteers and looking for help. It's it's out there. And I think that's that's the essence of our community, is that we are we are so hungry for things to do that sometimes people say, oh, there's nothing to do. That's the chief complaint about the city. But if you just, if you look, there are tons of stuff to do. And there's tons of people that like you and I love talking about how much they love the city of Stockton. And in your wildest dreams, Matt, I mean, really, if you stop and think about when you first started this show um, and you were just a humble restaurant reviewer slash uh, telling some people some cool stuff that they could probably check out. You know, did you really think that you would end up being one of the uh, figureheads for uh, the Stockton community in in the form of the tweet up? Um, you know, anytime somebody brought up the name Stockton of any kind, uh, you know, obviously your name was at the top of the list of people to to contact about Stockton proper, or you know, being in the social circles that you ended up being in because uh, you decided to jump out on a limb. And, uh, and put your mic to your face and actually start talking good about Stockton. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't consider myself a figurehead, but I, I, I am surprised that I was accepted into so many different groups of people. That's what, that's what shocked me. That, you know, I'll, um, the, the fact that it wasn't so much that people knew who I was, because that, that doesn't really mean anything to me, but the fact that people reached out to me and said, hey, I heard you're doing this podcast thing. I want to tell you guys about this event, or I want to I want to get this on get this info and share it with your listeners. And 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 when I reached out to people and said, "Hey, I want to find out more information about your event," that everybody was so willing, so open to you know spreading it. Even though you know we certainly don't command the audience that any of the traditional media did, people were still willing. And that that's the one thing that just it surprised the heck out of me. And then as I started going to more and more events, I'd see I'd see you know, similar people at the you know, same people at some of the uh, events all over the city. And it was kind of refreshing. It's like, wow, they're, they're these people that really are passionate about the city are really, you know, they're backing it up. They're going to all these events. They're helping with local community groups and things like that. And that was, that was certainly pretty impressive. Absolutely. I mean that, and again, like I had said in the first part of this segment where, you know, I, a lot of the, the, the events that we went to and you're right. I mean, all the social circles that we ended up being a part of, um, again, I don't think that I would have gotten my foot in that door 
had it not been for the show. And I was blown away by the generosity of the people in those circles. And I don't mean by, you know, material goods or anything, but just the generosity of, of them allowing us to be in that area, allowing us to continue to be a part of those those events and to open their doors to us and to really just welcome us with open arms and, and just, you know, allow us to convey to the rest of everybody uh, how awesome uh, their organization was or their event was or whatever. And uh, again, just those experiences uh, were really, I think, what Podcast Stockton was all about in the first place, you know, trying to convey that to everybody out there that, you know, the things that happen in Stockton, and you said it best, I mean, there's never anything, uh, there's never nothing to do in Stockton. There's always something going on. And I, I think, uh, like you said, us trying to kill ourselves doing five or six events in a weekend sometimes just to make sure that everybody out there knew uh, for next year that they can they can partake in that or if it was a weekly thing that they can do it next week. Um, you know, I think that's that's really where we tried to, to give back to everybody is to say, look, you know, if you're sitting around on a Saturday afternoon saying, oh, Stockton sucks, I don't know what to do. We tried to prevent that. Right. You know, we tried to help those couch potatoes get up and do a little something. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. There was uh there was a lot of, you know, lessons, lessons learned, um, you know, along the way and, and you know, certainly carrying forth in, in my life. And I've said before, I'm not in the line of work that you're in. I'm not in media, you know, I'm a, I'm a call center customer service guy. That's, that's been my life. So, you know, it, the, the two don't necessarily translate, but just in life, you know, podcast talking taught me just, just try. I mean, just ask people, you, you, you'll be amazed at the generosity of strangers. Well, Rod, since uh, we won't be putting out content anymore, um, at least as podcast Stockton, um, it, you know, we want to leave our listeners with um, ideas of where they can go to get information about what's going on in uh, in, in Stockton. So uh, we have a we picked a few just ones that we um, you know that we believe in and that we've used to you know share the you know share the, the goings on in, um, in our city. That's right. And you know, one that we leaned on pretty heavily from the beginning, and of course, uh, Matt's mentioned him before in the show, uh, Wes Rea, and he is actually the Conference and Visitors Bureau man of the uh, of the world. And again, if you go to visitstockton.org, you can find the, well, pretty much everything that has to do with Stockton and what's going on, um, the events calendar, the things to do. And of course, if you don't want to visit the site every week, you can subscribe to the newsletter where, uh, again, you don't get spammed. You get one newsletter a week that'll tell you about what's going on that weekend or pretty much that entire week. And, uh, you know, toward the end of the week. So they give you the weekend and then what's going on up until the next newsletter comes out. And again, it's, it's what Matt and I use nine times out of 10. If we were looking for something to do, if we needed ideas for the show coming up in the week, and if we just had to figure out what, what we were going to do, uh, our very first trip was usually, uh, visit Stockton.org. And, and we got all of our, all of our ideas pretty much from there. And again, like I said, if, if you subscribed in the newsletter, then you can never say, 
I don't know what's going on this weekend. <laughs> yeah, you know, and we're as we record this, we're in the middle of Stockton Restaurant Week, and um, uh, one of our favorite events here on Podcast Stockton. And I've talked to a couple people recently that didn't know anything about it, and I uh, I just reminded them you got to go to visitstockton.org and you have to subscribe to their email, and you get one email a week. It gives you all the goings on, and and if you read, and especially you know, over time you start to see. Um, just the amount of the amount of time that, that they must put into getting all of the events in Stockton, and and that's if you want to know what's happening forever in the city, go to visitstockton.org, sign up for their newsletter. Um, a next the, the the next resource that that I want to talk about is um, uh, actually the last one that we did a full interview on with um, Zanette and Carrie is Breaking Stockton News. And these guys do a couple of different things. For one, they have on their Facebook site, uh, facebook.com slash Breaking Stockton News, they have um, a feed of all of the news related to Stockton. So if it comes in from the newspaper, from television stations, from other blogs, if they're, if it's a news item out there in Stockton, you'll almost always cover it there. And it's one, it's, it's a great spot to get all of the um, news information and things are going on. They also cover um, events occasionally. They also do videos. They have a great video series. I was an interview um, once upon a time, a few months ago, and um, they do wonderful video interviews with local business owners and um, folks in the community talking about, uh, you know, what's going out there in the community. So you can go to facebook.com slash Breaking Stockton News, and there's links to their Twitter and their website and all that stuff there as well. Something that is relatively new that is just popping up on the scene, uh, friend of the show who is who has been heavily involved in uh, blogging about Stockton for the better part of his adult life uh, is starting a new adventure and it is called the Port City Sun. And uh, again, this is meant to be more of a journalistic experience, uh, experiment rather. And uh, it's it's starting out as a blog, but right now, again, it's uh, about, I would say about a week old now, uh, really, and it's just launching. But uh, we know this young man and we know that he is, his heart is certainly in the right place. He loves Stockton for as much as he hates it sometimes. Um, and again, really, if you start looking at the content, he is trying to be journalistically fair and, uh, you know, showing you some of the goings on as a, you know, a mixed in the good with the bad as he's got a crime danger zone type of a, a post going on where, you know, he's, he's telling you about the crimes that are happening. But again, he's mixing the good with the bad. And this is of course, one of those one of those fine lines you balance when you when you try to start something new, and it'll be interesting to see where this grows up to, and how many other people start contributing to this. Because again, uh, it's called the Port City Sun, and it looks it looks promising. Yeah, and so that's at uh, portcitysun.com, and and uh, that's you know started by a friend of the show, Dan Congrave, um, and and he's an exceptional writer. Um, he ha- he's, he has a, a I think a a, a wonderful knack, um, you know, for for criticism. And for and and for observation and and this this you know certainly if you want to know what's going on in Stockton and you want to um, you know you want to you want to hear another viewpoint you definitely need to check out Port City Sun. So those are just a you know a few of the places that I that I certainly have bookmarked that uh, that I will continue to visit often to, uh, to to stay abreast of what's going on in our city.
podcasts are not created in a vacuum. It takes the hard work of not only the hosts of the show, but uh, several other people, especially a show like Podcast Stockton, that it was dedicated to bringing the, the great life of Stockton, California to the forefront. Uh, and, and great life equals great people. And there are hundreds of great people who helped us in a variety of ways throughout the entire run of the show. And while we certainly will try to thank as many people as humanly possible, obviously, uh, if you don't hear your name and you're listening to this show and you know that you had given us uh, even five minutes of your time over the course of the life of the show, we definitely want to thank you. And, um, and for those of you listeners who may have never met us or we never had a chance to meet or... For whatever reason, we met you and you, you know, obviously we're a listener and you enjoyed the show again, without you guys, we wouldn't have a show. And we definitely want to take the time right now to thank you for making it possible. Yeah. And, and that, you know, that's, we're, we're going to miss people. Um, you know, we're going to miss people by name, I'm sure. But there, there are people out there, Rod, that I met because of podcast Stockton. There are people that I know I would have never known who they were if it weren't for Podcast Stockton. The, and the, the gravity of that, that I never would have crossed paths with people if it wasn't for Podcast Stockton. And that, that, is, that is so immense to me that I could have just lived my whole life and not, not known so many wonderful people. That this was a vehicle to introduce me to the, some of the finest people I've ever known in my life, some of the most amazing people I've ever known. And that is, that's what's, that's what, that's pretty special. That it was this tool. It's, I'm sitting in front of a computer talking on a microphone, but this tool helps me meet some people. And that, that's, and there, you know, there's a lot of people, but there are definitely people that, that there's no way, there's a clear, clear line of distinction. No podcast Stockton meant I would have never met them. They would have, I would have never been a part of their lives. They would have never been a part of mine. And for that, I will, I, I will always be thankful. Absolutely. The most innovative and the most inspirational people that I've ever met uh, in the city of Stockton have come because of the fact that I've been on the show. So I echo Matt's sentiments 100%. You know, the, I just, to those of you uh, who know who you are, and even if you think you know who you are, you're obviously one of those people because if, you know, again, if it weren't for you and if it weren't for this show and if it weren't for everybody out there that uh, I've had the opportunity to meet because of this show, um, you know, I'm, I am truly grateful as well. Yeah. So we, we do want to go through, um, and just, um, acknowledge the, um, all, many people that agreed to be interviewed on, on the show. And, um, we went through this manually, so hopefully we didn't miss any, but just to say, um, you know, a, a big thank you. It's a pretty big list. It's Ron. a long list. So get ready. Take a deep breath. Yeah. So um, we'll go in reverse chronological order. Um, so there's Annette Negron and um, Carrie Giannichini. Um, Jennifer Boylan, um, big time friend of the show from Stockton, uh, from Beat Baseball. Pat Filippone um, and uh, Emily Ballas. Uh, we also, well, I'd like to thank Susan Moyoloco. Uh, Loiko, <laughs> that we slipped. See, one last time we had to slip, huh, Susan? All right. Also, Benjamin Saffold, uh, Alice Van Omeron, and uh, Jeff Gamboni. Yeah, and, and let me just go back real quick. Benjamin Saffold, 
um, one of the most amazing people in this community. And uh, I will always be in debt to him for giving us the opportunity to meet Susan Moraloiko um, and asking us to, uh, to join the, the Earth Day Festival, um, which opened up opportunities that I, I would have never dreamt possible. Um, meeting some of the most amazing people in the world um, through that. So, so uh, Benjamin, thanks so much for that. Um, we have uh, Adam Messinger, Matthew Farnsworth, Frank Stone, um, comic guys, uh, Chris Freeman over at the library, Rick Korduk, um, Lee Nevis, Jared Foster, and Leona Marino. And of course, getting back to Adam Messinger really quick and, and Matthew Farnsworth and Frank Stone, uh, they, they're those, those few random people that you... You meet in life, and then you meet him again later on in life. And I, I knew Adam once before and didn't really know who he was and met him again later in life and realized what a great guy he was. And, and really that whole comic thing was the epitome of uh, when Stockton gets together to help out their own. Because, again, they put together that Kickstarter uh, to get their comic book published, and it was through all of your guys' efforts because I know a lot of people that helped out were podcast Stockton listeners, and uh, I, I just felt so great helping him. I know Matt even made the video, and again, it was one of those things where it felt like as a team we got them to achieve their goal, and uh, you know, so thank you to them, and, and of course thank you to you for helping them. Okay, also we want to thank Levi Wells and Clarence Henderson, and by the way, guys, congratulations on the official, official launch of mm -hmm. uh, 83 Seconds. It's been a long time coming, but you guys have definitely earned it. Uh, Dr. Darren Lee, Don Carl Cruz, and Tara Moore. Uh, also, Jason Roth and John Klauser. Um, also, um, Diana Lowry, uh, David McKeever, uh, Emily Bame, and uh, Kate Post, who um, gave us a gave you a wonderful opportunity to see kind of her vantage point of of, of the Asparagus Festival and allowed us to um, you know to give away tickets and with uh, and also gave us media passes into the Asparagus Festival. So, um, big thanks to her. Absolutely. Also, I want to thank Tim Quinn, uh, Chris Yankee, Justin Fari, uh, Dr. Robert Shapiro, Susan Spraker, and of course, Joni Bauer. Okay, and um, Dwight Richards, and I don't know if you remember Dwight, but uh, he was the gentleman I met standing on the corner of Pacific and Ben Holt with the sign that said, Will Work for Career. Um, that guy went on to win the Small Business Development um, um, Award, Just and he was starting a business um, involved in the in the trucking and transportation industry, if I remember right. But uh, great, uh, great story there. Um, also, Michael Seymour, um, Todd Rustaller from the Hagen Museum, and Kristen Anima, um, also from the, the Hagen Museum, gave us great, um, you know, great support and great access um, to the wonderful stuff at the museum. Kenny McCann, uh, Chris the Greek, Jillian Murphy, um, Susan Eggman. And, of course, the hardworking crew and cast of Broadcasting Sunshine, uh, Patrick Giblin, uh, George Ruiz, Slick Diaz, the great John Remington, uh, Rhonda and Yolanda Cunningham, and of course, Greg Barr. Um, also, going back uh, way, way far back to the early days, Gabriel and Devin from a show that used to be called the Single Malt Podcast. These guys um, you know, meant a lot to us. They were local podcasters in the area. Of course, I told the story before, but I'll tell it quickly again. They reviewed Podcast Stockton, and uh, they were pretty brutal about it. They said they didn't like it, and... Uh, um, you know, Gabe and I, um, you know, we, we became friends and, and he helped out on the show quite a bit. And, um, you know, that would have never start, that would have never happened if, you know, they didn't review our show. So we always appreciate reviews even when they were bad. Um, Mike Fitzgerald, of course, from the record, my wife, Dawn, um, Piranha Shauna from the, um, um, rollerblade, rollerblade team. 
Of course, also Andy Panasco, longtime friend of the show. And I say longtime because, you know, even though we were only friends for a couple of years, Andy's the type of guy that it feels like you've been friends forever with him if you've ever been friends with him. Uh, of course, Mike's own brother or Matt's own brother, Mike Bravo. Same difference, right? <laughs> Mike Mike Bravo, uh, Bill Reese Knight, Tony Maynard. And uh, I'll let you take the last two there, uh, Matt, because yeah. they're your... Tom, your personal favorites. Yeah, Tom Moshe and uh, Tom Mondragon, my first two interviews. Of course, as I said before, Tom Mondragon was the guy that kicked me in the butt and said, dude, you got to do something about Stockton's uh, reputation. You got to voice um, use it. So, uh, Tom, I'll always be indebted to you um, for that. Um, and, and Tom's on my, uh, you know, the, the, the list of just, you know, the uber supporters of Podcast Stockton. Um, and just want to go through, you know, the... Just one, one last list of folks, um, you know, Manny Montez, uh, always, always been there, always helping, you know, help fill in co-host um, when you first started with the ports, um, helped with some technical stuff, was always there for support, even if it was in the middle of the night. Um, John Remington, um, you know, a guy that gave us the closet goodie spot, um, which is a great addition to the show. Wes Ray, as we've said before, such a wonderful contributor to the show. Um, Gabe, you know, thanks so much for, you know, for doing the live show and Rod, when you couldn't do it and filling in as co-host and always being there to support us. Um, Omar, um, for giving us the, the wonderful logo. Um, Lowell Tuckerman for doing sports. What else can I say there? Will Story for being just a huge inspiration and mentor to, to us. Um, you know, Greg Barr for being um, one of my uh, uh, trusted confidants and, and advisors as it related to the things we wanted to do in the show. And Greg, I cannot, um, I cannot, uh, you know, bring you up without saying thanks for introducing me to some of the coolest people in this city. Every time I met with you, you had a, a list of names. You got to talk to this person. You always got to talk to this person. You introduced me to more people than any single individual in the city has. So I appreciate that. Wes Johnson, who uh, poured his blood, sweat, and tears for many months um, developing the Podcast Stockton iPhone app, um, which is still available free in the iTunes um, app store. Um, and he did it for free. He did it for the love of the game, man. So um, big thanks to Wes. Andy Panasco. Andy sent me an email after my second or third show saying, wow, you, uh, you're, you're doing something cool here. And ever since then, he was always a great supporter of the show and also connected me with a lot of folks that I would not have um, ordinarily met. And Tom Mondragon, of course, again. And, um, and big thanks to you, Rod. Again, you helped, um, in the famous words of Daryl Hall and John Oates, you make my dreams come true. I, uh, I had a list of goals when I started this show, and... Um, I achieved almost every one of them. And literally, when I first started the show, I had goals like, and tell me if any of these sound familiar to you, I want to um, I want to bring a team back to the Trivia Bee. Done. I want to um, I want to be on TV, man. I, 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 I'm not conceited or anything. No, I want to be on TV. I want to promote Stockton on TV. Three times. Uh, three times. Um, thanks well, to you. podcast Stockton three times. You've been on TV a couple more times well, other than that on your own. Yeah, but, but you got me... You got us on on the airwaves, so I, I uh, I'm indebted to you for that. Um, and uh, um, oh, I wanted to I wanted to MC a large public event. Yeah, done that. Did Earth Day twice. Um, these are things because of podcast Stockton. So uh, those none of those things would have happened if I didn't bring you on the show because I didn't know how to reach out and talk to people about getting this kind of stuff. So um, last big thanks I'll say, Rod, is is for you again. You know, this show has been about meeting people and connecting with people and some of the most amazing people and some friendships that I've made that, that will last for the rest of my life. 
Um, and you're certainly one of them. Your support through the years on this show and um, getting me a, a kickstart when I needed it will, will always be uh, will always be appreciated. Well, I, I want to also uh, thank you. Uh, again, there's very few people that wander into your life that stalk you and take pictures of you and uh, sheepishly approach you that end up being best friends with you. I mean, it's again, it's one of those things where, you know, I, I found out about you through uh, through ways that uh, kind of made me irritated because I was like, mm-hmm. this guy's chomping on my territory. But uh, again, you know, like I said in the last couple segments, you know, when I got to know you and got to realize that we shared a lot of the same purposes, a lot of the same goals, and we we both wanted to be positive influences in a city full of uh, bad press. And uh, again, it was because of you that uh, I managed to achieve a lot of my goals. You know, granted, I, I I'm not I'm not a small business owner like I want to be, but. Really, I think what I got out of knowing you was just the fact that it's okay to love this city. It's okay to have fun in this city, to meet people, to get out and just enjoy where you're at. And, you know, granted, times have not always been the best, but uh, through it all, I've always remembered that, you know, you showing me the example of just, you know, not taking the negative uh, not taking the negative out of it and just turning it into something positive. I mean, that's what the show was, right? We were trying to emulate the great life. And, and uh, I think your your lead, you know, you just being there and, and showing me that uh, we're looking at the positive side of life and trying to turn each and every event that we, we attend or each and every uh, event or even incident that happens, just turning it into something positive that we can take away from it. Uh, my entire outlook uh, has changed. And again, you know, in 07, you caught me kind of young back into the city, but uh, I think were it not for you and for you opening your doors, not just here in the outback, but, you know, bringing me in, meeting the family, having good times, sharing, you know, barbecues together and, and birthdays together. Um, you know, I didn't just get a co-host out of the deal. I didn't just get somebody that I could sit down for a couple hours every day or every week and, and put a podcast together. I mean, I got a lifelong friend in the city and, uh, again, that's just priceless. There's nothing, you cannot put enough thank you on that and you can't put enough weight on how much that's meant to me. Uh, and again, while the show might be over, the great part about it is our friendship isn't so you know, and that goes with everybody out there that we've met because of this show. You know, this show might be over, but our friendship because of the show is going to continue to go on. And, you know, we can we can all take pride in the fact that for two years, you know, two plus years, we all shared the great life together. And that's not going to stop just because the show uh, goes silent. You know, we'll continue to, to take the great life and we'll live it as opposed to talking to it, talking about it. Yeah. Thank you for that, Rod. And Boy, this has been um, this has been like you know an hour long thank you and goodbye session. So um, we appreciate uh, uh, our listeners staying with us and giving us that last opportunity to uh, to thank you all. Um, you know, to, to thank you and thank each other um, and have this last opportunity. So you know, we're going to keep the the website open. The website you know doesn't cost but you know pennies to keep up, so it'll always be there. And um, who knows, from time to time, I may throw a blog post up there. But, um, you know, if you if you, you know, if you're a listener of the show 
and a, um, a fan of what we're doing, check out the site every now and then. Like I said, I, we may just throw a blog post up there just to surprise you. But uh, Rod, thank you very much. It's uh, it's been uh, it's been my pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you, Matt. And again, thank you, Podcast Doc and listeners. And well, we'll see you around. Thank you for listening to the final episode of Podcast Stockton. We want to thank each and every one of you out there, our listeners. We want to thank you for making this fun, making this something we love to do every week. And uh, just thank you all very much for listening. Yeah, thank you um, again. Thank you for being a part of the show. Thanks for uh, introducing us to one another. Thanks for coming out and meeting us, for sending your comments, your feedback, your show ideas all that um so very grateful thanks for sticking with us for uh you know two and a half years and you know 70 plus episodes we really appreciate that and as always keep making it great stockton hey matt and rod this is wes with the stockton convention and visitors bureau I just wanted to say, well, congratulations on 70-plus episodes of Podcast Stockton, and uh, thank you for always being positive and championing Stockton and everything that we all love about Stockton. You've done a great job, and I think that everything you did really did inspire a lot of people to do more in Stockton and take a little more pride in Stockton. So we greatly appreciate that at the Visitors Bureau. And again, uh, thank you all for your service and time to our community, and we hope to see you back out there sometime in some other capacity in the future. So good luck, guys, and thank you uh, for again for 70-plus episodes of Podcast Talking. Thanks. You can find us on Facebook and use. This is Lowell Tuckerman, the voice of pot. Sorry, guys. This is Lowell Tuckerman, the voice of Stockton Sports. You're listening to Podcast Stockton. We have a mini interview with Susan Moria Loco. How about Loico? Oh, what'd you say? I said Loco. <laughs> said loco susan mora loco and she's gonna love it if you ever play this it's back loico 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 i can even see her saying it, loico like yeah, boy too. i am joined today by susan mora loico <laughs> sorry That's you did it too you were there this way i'm sorry no you're good i hate hearing my own voice on the phone <laughs> you, you sound podcast talking i do sound podcast talking um Okay, so uh, are you ready? Yeah. Okay. So I'm joined today by Jennifer Boylan from I am joined live today in the Outback studio by Tim Quinn from Leadership Stockton. Tim, uh, thanks for coming live in the Outback for... Uh... Yeah, screw it up already. <laughs> thank you for listening to the podcast Stockton, episode 30. We want to thank Robert Shapiro. We want to thank Doc... Congressman... Congressman... Congressman, hello. Give me a mic check. Welcome to...
Podcast Stockton, episode 1819, for Friday, December the 11th, 2009. I'm Rod Gomez, And this is Casey Kasem. I thought that was... Thank you for listening to... You know that's an outtake, right? That's an outtake. That might be the first outtake of our sophomore year. That's a keeper. Thank you for listening to Podcast Stockton, episode 33. We want to thank Wes Rea, and if you want to find out... Wes who? Ray. It's Ray. I know. Are you I always say Raya because I just. I'm joined live today in the Outback Studios by uh, joining. See, say one. I'm joined live today in the Outback Studios by Joni Bauer from. I'm joined live today by Joni. Coming up on today's show, fifty-five dollars. <laughs> Hello? Testing, testing. Louder? A 1964 Chevelle. So a couple weeks back, uh, we did more than get green, Mike, right? Or Mike, Jesus, I spent yesterday with, three days ago with Mike and I freaking can't, yeah. Until next time, make it great, Stockton. Until next time, make it great, Stockton. Until next time, make it great, Stockton. What do you think? Until next time, make it great, Stockton. Until next time, make it great, Stockton. Until next time, until next time, until next time, to hold on. Until next time, make it great, Stockton. You know what? Just use one of the first two, because uh, the rest of it's kind of. It's all. Listen to podcast Stockton. The show is on. Two trucks singing around Stockton.